what you should award to the Eras Tour. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. The amount of gay, like overtly <laughs> gay things Olivia and I wanted to wear because we, uh, Olivia also has a Sounds Gay I'm In shirt. Yeah. Uh, has a Woke Up Gay again. And it's just like, we were, we were literally like, what? What if we just like wore this? Would we get hate crime to Tennessee? Um, <laughs> maybe. maybe a little bit. Uh, I mean, did you you saw those that couple that dressed as the Kaler uh, runway getting hate fucking hate crimes online? But then I just saw they posted another outfit and they did. They were like, oh my god, it's because they were dressing up as Taylor Lautner and Taylor. Ah. I just homophobia is a disease, and during Pride Month, how dare. <laughs> And that's how we're going to start the podcast. Hi, Yay. everybody. Hi. <laughs> Homophobia is a disease in this Pride Month, and we are we are taking our medicine for it. Hi, yes. everybody. I'm Jenna, and I'm joined by Shannon, the bestie. Hi. Hi. The bestie. Carpot and DCP and DTRA down to party, okay? I'm ready, um, especially when it comes to gay reality TV. Oh my god! Like, I literally, goodness, mm, I just can we just like full like round of applause moment for the fact that we got such good gay shit on TV and it was just there, like it was presented to us as is gay shit. It was beautiful, and I need other shows to take note. Seriously, gay people will watch. It was. And straight people and, mm. and and like everybody. Yes. Like I was talking to my boss about it today. Like Oh my god, my coworkers were talking about their mom, mother, mother? watching it. And oh I'm my like, god. my mom, my mom could never watch them. <laughs> she, she doesn't even know how to work Netflix. So it's like to me, I'm like, your own your mother is watching this show. Okay. Didn't watch season one. Oh, wow. Okay. Hello. No, it's so good. And like it really was so it, I was just talking to somebody last night about it, and they were like, it just felt so real. Like it was like really reality TV. And I was like, yeah, because they were just so naturally. I can imagine the producers did some manipulation, obviously, mm -hmm. but like so much of it probably was them just like their hands up in the air being like, are we filming this right now? Because like, I, holy fuck. Like, they're like, um, we've never gotten this much just like conversation, dialogue, you know what I mean? Between yeah. two couples <laughs> who were like working through real things versus just like yeah i like you a lot you know you make me help me grow and stuff oh my god i just feel like i'm so lucky that i picked <laughs> you for this experience uh, and it's like okay great cool let's make out i guess it's like like no one on the show got physical except for two couples and it was a whole to do versus the first season right you mm. were fucking mm. we're fucking mm -hmm. people were, and, and if not i'm fucking they were at least making out like there were a lot more there was a lot more kissing there was mm -hmm. a lot more I feel mm -hmm. like it was just interesting to watch lesbians not do that. Yeah. And not all, I guess not all lesbians. There are a few people who don't identify as that on the show, but I right. will just for the sake of it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be lesbians. Okay. Yeah. Was, like it, this was, e even if we got, you know, Vanessa and um, Sam, both who I think identify as pan, um, they were both, I'm sorry, but they were doing lesbian <laughs> things. <laughs> Okay. It's like I struggled with that the first like chunk of like episodes like and how to identify it all, but it's like God, this is the most just like sapphic dyke shit Literally. ever. Yes, like, really. I'm sorry. No matter even if you identify as bisexual and you're on the show, like you were doing dyke shit and 
and like we can't deny that i'm sorry and not all of you are women but you were doing dyke shit and i uh -huh. just like i am well that's the thing dyke shit is gender neutral okay <laughs> i mean truly. like if you could be in a scenario where it looks to other people to the straights that you could be a dyke you're doing dyke shit you could be you, you know like exactly literally exactly um <clears throat> so anyway so this show was just a bunch of dyke shit and the aftermath of this show like the oh. show itself was dyke shit but now watching dyke shit on social media what a time <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the post bachelor world post show bachelor is nothing <laughs> oh it's juicy oh it's so juicy and it's like it's juicy even where like it's not you know like i feel like you know vanessa yes, hasn't yes, really yes. like vanessa hasn't even been posting very much and like we'll get into that and like my opinions on her and her like post-show life but it's like she's not even posting much but it's at the same time you're like that's really like mm, like what is ha like it's it's a statement in it itself you know and all of it's just so it's so wild and it's I, it's just i'm so happy to be alive right now <laughs> yep no like truly and um uh, i feel like just as a you know the i i loved all of it but i will still be ready to go in on some of the psycho shit that was happening here because god damn well, the reunion was insane but also i will say this too. okay wait go ahead yeah no 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 i guess the, like we talked about before it, we just wanted representation, equal mm -hmm. representation. Mm -hmm. These people are mm -hmm. monsters. Half these people are monsters. And that's okay. They can also be gay. Yes. And that's I okay. love gay antagonists. Yeah. Okay. We need them. Like, I know that, you know, so I feel like at the beginning of this show, before it was even out, there was already the conversation. And within the first episode drop, the conversation of like, is this good TV to watch lesbians do this? Like, do we like watching this and it's like yes what are you talking about we watch straight people do this dumb shit all the time mm -hmm. why wouldn't we want to watch gay people mm -hmm. do it and i'm down for a gay man version of this okay okay yeah give mm -hmm. it to me right think yeah. about that mess that would be mm -hmm. beautiful but like i think that gay queer people in general like when it comes to representation it's like we obviously want positive representation like yes, we want normal cool nice views of gay relationships and how they're normalized and blah, 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 blah. like i'm thinking about like modern family like think right. about that era yeah. of shows that was just like mm -hmm. being gay is cool and normal and now i'm like okay so we've now gotten through the message of like being gay is cool and normal but how about we show everybody that being gay is also messy mm -hmm. because i feel like so many people when they about to come out they're like oh it'll be so much easier you know because mm -hmm. i'm actually whatever i'm like oh no you see that dark shit on tv no it's that and it's what... in real life that was not <laughs> that was not even to me watching that i was like this is not even that like outlandish for no. what would be happening here. no like, no this is like some of it was kind of tame and like really? i thought so many dms so like to the listeners in the last couple episodes i kept asking people say hey dm me anonymously if you have been questioning your choices um <laughs> watching this show and i've gotten i have gotten the dms i will just say i've gotten people being like yeah it's making me think about things and then the yep. i shared one the other day that was really beautiful and she was just like it's not only got me to think about things but it also just like really normalized like i i know she's like it's ignorant for me to have assumed that like there wouldn't be abuse in like a lesbian relationship etc she's like but i'm glad i saw that because like that's something i needed to see and i was like yeah 
Yeah. So like it's I, it, that whole situation is so messed up, but it's like the I mean, I, yeah, I have to sit back and be a little like, wow, I'm, I mean, I'm glad it was like at least shown to some extent, you know? Yeah, no, I, com- I completely agree. I think that obviously like there's and we'll get into this, especially when we talk about Tiff and the video, but like there was definitely you know, producers doing some some puppetry, some kind of avoidance, some look the other way vibe, mm-hmm. which isn't good. But at the same time, like Tiff, <laughs> Tiff was also in that scenario, kind of kind of mm-hmm. trying to be chill about things. And mm-hmm. it's just it there's a lot of nuance with it. But uh, yeah, I ultimately agree that yep, we should all see that. Like, mm-hmm. and not like we should see it as in we should be for like it, yeah. like obviously it's triggering to some yeah. and all mm-hmm. that, but like the general public. Mm-hmm. should be able to see that like yep women can abuse other women or femmes mass people you know what i mean lesbian mm-hmm. like that happens and we don't need to shy away from it and if anything we need to learn how to notice it so we don't just be like oh she's just some you know she's just reacting because she's upset or she's just kind of a like whatever or like yeah. no yeah. she has trauma that has turned her into this which is a problem like, yeah <laughs> exactly oh my end. god so good Oh, so yeah, anyway. we're here, we're here to kind of just catch up a little bit on things. So after the show wrapped up, we probably like the main juiciest thing, uh, for me at least, has been the the all the developments with Lexi and Ray <laughs> and mm-hmm. Lexi's new partner known as Zank. Uh, and yes, oh my God, it's been so good for me. I've got my Jane on hat back on. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm searching people's social medias. I unfortunately missed the fact that Ray had a bunch of photos up of Lexi and then deleted them like right at the time that I was doing my research. Mm. Um, so I feel like I am going to forever miss a piece of the puzzle. But, you know, basically it's come out since Netflix released this little like five minute video where everyone kind of does a little yeah. update afterwards. And then there's an article attached to it. But Lexi and Ray broke up shortly after the reunion filmed, which is in early January. We don't know the exact date. I'm still trying to figure that one out. And they separated for just like, I guess, issues that simmered from filming Vanessa yeah. of it all. And Lexi's allu- <laughs> alluding to like something else happening that Ray was doing something else. And then like kind of alluding to her cheating. And then Ray has alluded that Lexi changed greatly in her kind of personality and who she is and her job which you know I want to be upfront we are pro-sex work here so like if Ray is feeling any kind of way about Lexi's OnlyFans I'm not in support of that but I've started to weird wonder if like I don't know if that was really it I think Ray was kind of fine with it it was more of like the overall change in Lexi yes with this new woman and and i Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe fame i have such a thought on this lexi shit because because i look you know hey lexi happy off cool Mm -hmm. great and honestly to me first just a straight up out there every single couple except for one breaking up and like every single couple fucking getting engaged Mm -hmm. at the end of that show Mm -hmm. was unhinged Mm mm-hmm one Sam and Ozzy are literally in my mind the only people who should have got engaged and yet dyke shit right so 
Ray and Vanessa getting engaged. I was watching this happen and I was like, this is Ray and Lexi. That's not happening. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, Lexi and Ray, whatever. Who are the what? yeah. <clears throat> um but they them getting engaged was absolutely beyond to me. So when they broke up, like hearing that they broke up, literally black screen at the end of the reunion, I was like, Psh, yeah. Yeah. Duh. Uh, like very fucking obvious. But yeah, that video where Ray, yeah, talks about the the lifestyle change. I definitely agree with you. I don't I don't think it has to do with, oh yeah, she's got an OnlyFans and has to do that now. I definitely just think it's like like you could tell Lexi was like, I'm gonna be an influencer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to be a big titty influencer because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've checked her socials. Oh, I was like, I don't know if you've checked her chest. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, but in the show, on the show, she was a lot like, obviously her tits were out because it can't, can't not be, yeah. but she was more reserved about it. She yeah. had a completely different style, like everything. And now it's like tiny titty tops and she's on TikTok, literally just bouncing them, yeah. bouncing them. And I, hey, girl, I love it because I enjoy the content, okay? But I could see how if this is the vibe, and not even, again, not against of someone being sexy, but if this is the vibe, you're trying to be a hot girl influencer, hot lesbian influencer, Mm. and there is something to say about hot lesbian influencers and almost needing to be single. And if you're not single, you have to be in a very parasocial relationship, Mm -hmm. which is what is now happening with mm-hmm. Lexi and this and and Zank who yeah. is a photographer mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. so it's like the math is mathing when it comes to the influencer <laughs> of it all um and also like <laughs> Lexi's a Capricorn okay and yeah <laughs> I, I, I said this on my story where I was talking about how like Capricorns have goal like they love a goal right they love a Mm -hmm. they love a goal to achieve Mm -hmm. they need to achieve that goal and once they've either achieved it or have failed on the process is when they will shift gears so for the show ultimatum lexi's goal was marry ray get ring marriage family life goal right Mm -hmm. that is one very version of like the capricorn story of like let's have a secure family unit and do this and grow together whatever um on the show i think she's realizing because like even with the engagement like i feel like both of them realized too they were like "Mm -mm, this ain't not gonna work like and and if i were ray i would have not wanted to like i don't think i could have handled somebody just constantly getting at me about this one person i'm like look vanessa's on the show with us of course she's gonna be in our life afterward i'm so sorry but we're gonna have to do press you know what i mean like we're gonna have to follow each other on Instagram so no one looks like we have beef. We're going to have to do this shit and you're going to have to just deal with that. And that was like such an annoying, I couldn't handle that part. I was like, girl, relax. Um, So anyway, Lexi sees this goal, fails to the goal, reaches the goal in a way, getting yeah. the ring, but fails to the goal of like, wait, this life isn't actually what I want because I was only 24 <laughs> when I was on this fucking show. Like, girl, <laughs> she was the youngest by far know, too because exactly. 20 because ray was the next and she was 27 mm. like so anyway um so her next goal was ooh, money mm-hmm. influencer mm-hmm. yes yes that's capricorn right and so i understand it but i also understand ray being like i mean like i'll be funny on tiktok but like i don't know if i'm trying to be the like because i have if lexi weren't dating zank i could see her going on 
perfect match. Oh yeah. So no, like cool. she she would have been a perfect oh, candidate for shows perfect. like for more shows. Mm. Um because she's just she's good on tv because she got them titties and like she's got that personality and she's got that demand like no she and she is she's like and she's a forward and she speaks her mind and i i, I love which it. causes drama yeah, which, causes which, drama, which producer which producers yeah. love yeah so, exactly it's like it's really um, it's made it's perfect oh my gosh she would have been perfect for that but yeah she just ends up you know going in, into this new relationship which per my weird like timeline Things are not adding up. I don't mm-hmm. really know what's going on. Give me the Jayanon. Like, yeah. So I would have at one point thought that these women broke up late January or like mid early January after the filming or like immediately after. And then she does this photo shoot January 19th with Zank. And then from that point on, relationship starts happening. Friendship builds relationship. And it's like really right on top of each other and maybe a little bit of emotional cheating that Ray didn't like, like, right? But then I come to find mm-hmm. out Ray posted a video of a date night with Lexi mid-February. So I am now kind of back to square one on like when it happened, but it does seem that regardless around January, mid-January, she became friends with Zank and then the, and per her and their description, they were best friends which is just so gay mm. to be best friends like right away. I was literally like, oh my God. <laughs> like you begin, you're gonna call this woman your best friend. You just met her through a job. Like she's your photographer, like, and you could be friends with her, but anyway, whatever. And then, <laughs> ugh, and then they, and then, but at one point then they move in. She just keep referencing mm. the fact that they're roommates and then they became best friends and roommates and then they fell for each other. But I was like, well, when did you need a roommate? When did you, so you moved out of Ray's house or did Ray move out of yours? And like, were you not living together originally at all? Like, right, what is the vibe exactly. there? Because on the show, on ultimatum do you remember that scene on the beach and lexi briefly mentions like i only have a like a clot like a drawer at your place they clearly didn't live together then so maybe they didn't move in together originally after the show which seems insane if yeah i feel like they were together for like a year basically after that right they they survived the year until the filming of the reunion right until the right so which yeah i mean so i don't really know and then it's like and then there's claiming more or less that the relationship officially started in early April, but it's like, we're not fucking dumb. No. <laughs> sorry. No. I'm sorry. I literally like, I, no matter what it was and Hey, maybe it wasn't cheating in the eyes of Ray or whoever, mm-hmm. but it was definitely not like, like that there, there seems to be some kind of, again, dyke shit, yeah. dyke shit. Right. Yeah um messy and because yeah exactly oh my god my best friend and now we're magically dating a couple of months after we were dating okay well, yeah, yeah and then i listened to a podcast um called like we have the receipts i think yesterday and mm. mal and lexi were on it and lexi at the very end just casually when they finally ask her who you're seeing she's just like oh yeah i like fell my best friend and i opened that door and we fell for each other and then we like you hauled like lesbians and i was like okay so wait were you living together like you you just said you just told me that you you hauled uh but weren't you already living together so like it's just not it's just nothing's adding up quite yeah. right and mm. i i don't know and then she's also like oh we're moving in with my girlfriend's house in la i'm like where did any of these people live in LA. <laughs> i don't know i'm convinced yeah the san diego was a like loose like quote unquote san diego mm-hmm. because what xander in hawaii 
Xander and Vanessa, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh my God. All that like makes no sense. Um, But yeah, I feel like kind of like what it was with Love is Blind in Seattle, where it was like, and Portland, like, <laughs> like, truly. like San Diego and Orange County. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that, where it's like, <laughs> and the stuff surrounding. Yeah. Um, and I guess Hawaii includes yeah. that. Um, But also Xander living in Hawaii, question mark. I mean, currently they are probably still, may not. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. According to this article, but who's to oh, say? Yeah. They did say in the article that they are planning on moving back, maybe to California, but to San Diego and not LA, <laughs> where Vanessa is listening, living. So let's talk about them for a second. They broke up uh, on the show. They had the reunion. They kind of said they were going to be friends again. According to this article. Xander calls her out as like it was fake she called me up two weeks before the reunion filming and then I never heard from her again essentially afterwards so that is kind of that's messy wait Yali or <laughs> Yali or Vanessa Vanessa oh yeah and so they're not friends uh yeah at all but I guess that's to be expected with everything that happened mm, yeah. yeah yeah I mean Thoughts on like, Vanessa really quick before we <laughs> before we go on that. Okay, so I was <laughs> you and me both uh can agree. I am also a Vanessa apologist. Sorry to <laughs> anybody listening. Um I don't like a lot of the there are like some small specific things that I didn't like that she was doing, like like looking at Xander during that thing being like fuck off like that I don't like that and that's clearly a triggered person acting out in the only way she could figure out how to in the moment just like so many of these other cast members yeah exactly Uh, Vanessa I ultimately think is not was not the real villain that everybody thought she was I don't even think she like I I unfortunately feel like she was the one who was just like floating around the most which made it seem like she didn't know what she wanted to wanted or wanted mm-hmm. to do but I think she was just like going with the flow because in theory Xander brought her on right mm-hmm. like and at one point someone said that they were like why are you here she's kind of like well I mean Zan, like I mm-hmm. why are you here like I was given an ultimatum like I was on, on I was casted on the show like what do you mean like I'm here because I have to be uh, yeah. but <laughs> But ultimately, I don't think she's as bad. I just think the producers saw, I mean, and, and I we briefly discussed this, but I feel like if you watch enough reality TV, you can always tell the people, the producers were like, ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. let's make that the villain. Let's edit that into the villain because mm-hmm. that seems the easiest option. Like mm-hmm. the white, the white bi girl who is fucking chaotic as fuck, <laughs> who very confident in a like insecure confidence way oh, and not yeah, in a, yeah. a normal oh, confidence so way. insecure so insecure and, and so and mal i i keep saying mal was so right and just like she's just like a fruit fly like she's just kind of got like like if you're annoyed by her she seems easy to get rid of mm-hmm. whereas other people on that show um if you're annoyed by them they seem a bit harder to get rid of okay like vanessa is a flighty person so and i think her views on marriage triggered people both on the show and watching the show mm-hmm. and she definitely has that like unhealthy poly girl energy in her that she doesn't know what it is yet yeah. like and i cause... think it comes off as very selfish well yes. and, and it is i mean it is right it right, is right. Selfish. uh but it's like i feel like i understood why people were just like oh she only just wanted what she 
couldn't have and she all of a sudden was switching this and doing this i was like yeah but like also that's really gay and like i just like i don't know and i guess i related because i have weird intimacy issues i'm sorry so i was just like yeah all of a sudden my partner brings me here and now is falling in love with another woman and now i'm supposed to just like act chill and cool when i was when and when everybody else in this scenario like i like I felt so bad for Vanessa, mostly in a like, like, yes, she's going, everything you just said, but then there's all these people watching it happen and watching your reactions and hyper criticizing and focusing on your reactions, calling you out, multiple people calling her out in front of everybody when no one else did that to any other person. Like it was always Vanessa. It's like, oh, when it's one thing when Lexi called out Vanessa in the beginning because mm-hmm. I was kind of on Lexi's side in a yeah. way. In right. a way. Yeah, not yeah. a full – I was kind of like, hey, we could cool it a little, but, yeah. like, she's not wrong. <laughs> but when Yali in the re, re – like, Mixing. when they were back all together yeah. and they were re-trading partners and Yali is like, Xander is going through something. Could you not make it about you? I was like <laughs> – I felt for like, her so much in that because she's like – Xander, do you want to even come back That's to me? Literally, my partner you're talking to, but it's definitely about me. Like, like I'm sorry. Like, I'm like she- watching this like happen in front of me, where like my like entire world is like what? And like, literally, what? And not only that, they have they have high school bestie history, which is so fucking different yeah. than all these people who met in their adulthood. Like, they have so much shit going on in their own minds between the two of them that yali just being like xander's going through something can you relax it's like bitch i'm going through something yeah and it's your fault yali that i'm going through something (laughs) with this person so could you (laughs) that was so insane and so but yeah with vanessa again so i'm a vanessa apologist i don't condone everything she does but i also think that with a little bit of therapy with a little bit of free roaming single Mm. life she will find her spot. Also, another great candidate for perfect match. Oh, yeah. Because she is bi or pan, right. she said. Yeah. So I am ready for that. Come on, bring it to me, Netflix. Oh, but um, but yeah, so but back to Xander. Xander, and, Yali. And and Yali and somewhat Vanessa still. But while I <laughs> I feel like I was seeing a lot of people talking about like Xander and Yali as like just it was just so fun to watch like queer women mm. fall in love like that mm-hmm. because it was so very authentically mm-hmm. gay like it mm-hmm. was just like meet in two days and we're all of a sudden just like mm-hmm. so, like we are in it and then mm-hmm. they, have, they have the sex and they mm-hmm. were saying I love you and that was mm-hmm. a whole thing and it was cool and fun and cute to watch but the reaction like and that's where it ended like you know like it was and then they swapped back and it was a fucking mess because it felt like xander was leading vanessa on yep when xander was literally like later goes i knew i wasn't going to propose to vanessa um the first week with yali i was like <laughs> and she, you know she they were both Vanessa was trying obviously and maybe some of it was contrived because she felt like she had to but either way Vanessa was Vanessa was actively trying and Xander was participating and it bothered me by the end how it just I don't know like I understand why they're not friends 
yeah. because of all of this. Like this yeah. was clearly also, this was a Saturn return experience for them for sure. They mm. were on that show during the Saturn return mm. and this is the fallout now. And I sense that vibe hardcore mm-hmm. um, because it was a big learning experience for both of them and a big separation from mm-hmm. something that they've known for so long. Again, high school besties turned partners turn what like, oh my God. Also fun fact, they went to the college. Fun fact. Vanessa and Xander went to the college town, college in the town that I fucking live in. Oh right now. my god! Oh, um, wow. And when I learned, when I learned that information, they're from like they're from like Wilkesboro or some North Carolina <laughs> town here. And I live in Boone, North Carolina, for reference. And I App State, Appalachian State University, is where I live in this college town. This vibe here is like immediately. I was like, I understand them. I get it it. because (laughs) this is the like crunchiest white vegan like mountain town college kid like and then there is a lot of queer people here so it didn't surprise me I just just, the whole vibe made sense and Xander living Hawaii I get it I could see it there's a lot of white people with locks and stuff here like it's it all it all they're like let's go to Hawaii let's go yeah literally they're like I just like I'm outside all the time you know I yeah. camp a lot you know, yeah. whatever. Like, but do you live in a van I, in Hawaii like what's going yes. on <laughs> I know multiple people that live in vans straight up in this place this is the vibe here so anyway I understood that um but anyway what were you... Sorry, well, like, no and I I feel like and it's like I I when I was joking like in the episodes and saying like Xander and Dolly are the villains they aren't because they were just they also did the process right and right it, and it just was like it just wasn't gonna work that was the thing it was so beautiful to watch but it's like it was so painful to watch both of them basically lie to their partners um yep. because it's especially y'all like oh my god it just like was not and so like i and it's like so they're lying like okay so now they're villains no 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 I, i'm just saying like, i get it like i understand why it all transpired because like that's fucking hard it's hard and like that's why the show is so perfect for dykes because it's like it's gonna happen like that we're, i mean it was and it was so natural seeming like we all said too it's like it was like no editing you know like the, yeah. like play taylor swift dress like i'd like mm. i can't mm-hmm. i'm hiding like and I, I need to like touch you i can't like i keep holding back and like no, oh it's so good and yeah i just it's you know it's unfortunate but and i i see what you mean when it comes to so xander and yali being the villains and also mildred right but like oh, these yeah. people who who like yes they're going through something that's like we'd like to watch it but the damage i think that they did to their partners in this process was probably harsher than like say sam and ozzy you know what i mean like the people who had their other problems but like the law like we were joking in our what in our group chat that we were like uh who's the biggest menace right and it's like the long term versus short term like there was short term problems but a lot of this stuff had long-term effects like mal and the mal and yali thing and with Yali and Xander all mixed in, that is a lot because Mal was trying really hard to be the cool, calm, collected adult, which mm-hmm. I also have my opinions on because everyone's like, I love Mal, I love Mal. And I fucking love Mal. Yeah. But I'm also kind of like Mal needed to have that moment of like, maybe I don't need to cater so intensely to someone who clearly is giving me 10 trillion signs about not wanting to be with me. Yeah. And I am just forcing this into it like the amount of times mal was like i'll tell me what you want i'll do whatever like i do this for you i'm making the breakfast for you i'm doing these like tasks and it's like that's 
and Yali was like, it's the romance I want, which mm-hmm. I, you know, sure, I get it. It's a Virgo and a Leo, but it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> Mal has, has to shed some of that, like, you, yes, you should want to be doing all these things to your partner. You should want to whatever, but you should also be with someone who appreciates you, like, yeah, and doesn't tell you that every little thing you're doing isn't enough because of the, the this abstract thing they're chasing. Like, that's my problem with Yali's. I feel like Yes, Yali and Xander had a lot of chemistry and really bloomed naturally, I feel like, together. But Yali, I feel like, would have been happy, like, with any of that other, oh, those other people. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she would have found a way mm-hmm. to enjoy the romance of another person, regardless mm-hmm. of it being any Xander or whatever. But it just turns out Xander, according to Mal, is just her type. <laughs> Which was the best low-key drag of Ma- from Mal the whole time being like, yeah, you go, you know, that's who you go for. And I was like, <laughs> screaming. Oh. So I will say I the, the gossip I got, there's two things to bring to the table. One, mm. Yali is insinuating on TikTok that Mal cheated on her prior to filming. So not, I cannot confirm or deny that. So, but with that knowledge, it adds a little bit of this, like Mal constantly being like, tell me what I need to do to like make this better situation. So that's a little like, oh, Boise. Um, But then the second thing I guess to bring into it is this podcast I listened to yesterday, Mal spilled that they, the night before the engagement had a talk and Mal basically was like, like, truly like let me know do i need to do this or not do this like and i guess they were like we can leave not engaged like i like we do not need to do this for the tv we can leave and be together but we do not need to get engaged if this is not right like not the time for us Mm -hmm. and yali was like if you don't do it i would think that you weren't really fighting for me so like basically like did kind of talk mal into doing it which is like according to Mal. Um, and then I will say the like more scandalous thing in my venue too is like, well, not most, but Mal was watching the, the last episode. They had, they all had to watch the last episode on iPads separated from each other before going on stage. Um, and of that, course was- they, that is, <laughs> that is so bachelor coded. <laughs> so fucked up. And so Mal was, that was when they saw that, Yali took off her engagement ring to go talk to Xander. Like they didn't know that. Like it's I so- noticed that within oh. the first five seconds of that scene too. I was like, "Where's the ring? Where's the ring?" And and then she said it later. She's like, "I just took my ring off because I didn't want to hurt your feelings." No, you fucking lie, girl. Oh my god. So I just that like, was my worst brutal. part. First, I just gotta tell all Leos out there, Leo placements, Leo Mercury's, y'all are bad liars. Stop trying to lie. <laughs> Like, I joke with Olivia all the time, who's a Leo Mercury, who, by the way, Yali is a Leo Mercury, a Leo Stellium. She's got like five trillion Leo placements, and she's ruled by one of them. So anyway, but Leo Mercury, Olivia is always showing the cards, like, can't hold it back because it's like the Leo need to perform. And it's like, you can't, you can't just like leave a secret. You can't hold things in, which is why Yali is so bad. Like, I was able to just, it was like an immediate notice of like Yali lying. Like the all the times that she was like, "Oh, did that happen? Oh, did we do that?" 
Did like, I, oh, did I, was, I, did I not plan a trip to Hawaii? Did I literally DM her? I literally have no idea. Actually, did that happen? I couldn't even, I didn't even think that happened. When that conversation at the fucking cocktail party was happening between Xander and Vanessa and Mal, because that moment, can we just real quick, that yeah. moment between the four of them was the truly possibly the gayest thing on the show without it even, without any physical interaction. Because- yeah. Mal in that moment was ready to do a gotcha on Vanessa for talking to Xander about Yali because Mal's trying to be protective of Yali. Mm-hmm. But in that time, Vanessa knows what she knows and says what she knows. And Mal's like, wait a minute, I didn't know that. And then Xander and Yali have to fake lie in front of it. And it's just this clusterfuck of these four people of all making intense, weird eye contact and Vanessa and Mal just being like, like, that was literal renaissance art on it my television so and <laughs> i could watch that scene five film a million times for all of the cues and pickups and everything because yali was li- like the way and then they walk away and yali's like mal's like i didn't know all that information and mal- yali's like i didn't remember it happening like that and it's like girl we got dms <laughs> it's like one thing if you're talking about an arbitrary conversation but this is quantifiable evidence that's so funny <laughs> like on the internet I like anyway. I, and I was like throughout the podcast I was like I respected that she would often be like I don't know I don't have an answer for you I don't know and I was like actually I appreciate that and so it's like I feel like she's trying to go against her Leo side and I appreciate that I don't think she's a bad person yes. I think she's a no. great actually I think she's a great person she's just got lost in the in the sauce of it all it's it's fine <sighs> but like major she, loss in the sauce she like I I always appreciate it I was like no I mean she is being authentic and she is being like I don't know I don't know I I yeah, am I a lot of was... people or whatever but it's in hindsight it's like at the same time, she couldn't help but also still go into that. Like it was, it's just so just funny. The 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 love of the attention I feel like was good in that moment. You're getting double the attention. You're getting yeah. laser focus from your actual partner yeah. who is on you, watch it, like trying to be attentive to you, and then you have this adoration from this fucking puppy dog golden yeah. retriever. <laughs> right yeah he's just like ready to follow you everywhere and it was the best of both worlds for her and so i think that that's why too she was very much open about being like i am in love with both of you but mal not seeing that as an issue is where it was like the problem because it's like yeah she because mal again so adult and mature let's work out how you feel about this person. Like, I understand it's okay that those feelings don't turn off after this experience that we had to do. Right. Right. But, but I would, if I were Mal, I would have been like, so you love someone else? Cool. Do you love me more? Like, what's the, what's the vibe here? Like, I need to have some answers, especially if we're not already in some type of polyamorous situation. I know. And then it's just like, I would, I guess I would love to know if Mal cheated before. I mean, like, cause so that adds I, a whole layer to it. I could really, so I don't say, I'm not saying I could see that for Mal being as like a Mal's person, like, like as a person for yeah. Mal. Like I've obviously, I'm, and also I don't necessarily think cheating is Bad. an absolute yeah. evil yeah. thing. Yeah. Like right. there's lots of layers to cheating. Yeah. Um, and there's also lots of types of cheating, right? We were mm-hmm. just talking about like possible emotional cheating with the bestie mm-hmm. and Lexi, mm-hmm. but <laughs> um, but but when it comes to Mel, <laughs> um, you, that really you're right. Like that context would make a lot of sense if it was 
pre-show cheating. But it's also like, why not talk about it? Because that's perfect TV conversation. I think about, um, have you ever watched Temptation Island? No. Because if not, if not, I'm going to get you into it this summer. Um, but but that a lot of them come on, these couples, and a lot of them talk openly about being like, yeah, he cheated on me or she cheated on me before the show. Like, not before the show, but like like years yeah, ago. Yeah. And we've been trying to date and figure it out. And so now we need to figure out if this is like solidified or what. And it's, I I could see with Mal and Yali like that having happened. And I'm trying to remember how long they had been dating. What, like three years? It all yeah, according to that podcast, they were in therapy pretty regularly when they got scouted to be on the show. Um, so you know, things wow. were things were you know, so things were things were bubbling yeah. under that surface. Yeah. Um, and so, God, I'll just I'm gonna just give it a get give a hand to those casting directors <laughs> for finding such interesting variety of lesbians. I mean, every person I've listened to so far said that they basically got scouted and it's like yeah they all i mean sam and ozzy have a whole like instagram account together like a whole let's talk about it okay so okay our our one success our one true success of the show sam and ozzy have a fucking yeah a couple's instagram that they deleted during the rollout so that i love it they're just like we don't want we're not gonna yeah so no one would know like they were posting back on it they're posting back on it like, hey, guys, did you miss us? Sorry, we had to disappear. And I'm like, what the fuck? And of course, because they they had been together, what, for like oh, 10 yeah. fucking years no, or something? Okay, so that was like some kind of weird fucking shit that I came up in my head the first time I saw them on TV. Uh, I don't, I must not have been paying attention. Oh. So I found out again through this podcast, Mal spilled that they got together in the pandemic. So they got together in 2020 and moved in right away. And they were, according to Mal, they're the most dykes of the group. They were like, if I'm anyone, sure. if anyone was going to get engaged, it was them because they are, they, you hauled right away in the pandemic. They have a group account, like all of it. So I was like, okay, I had no idea. Cause they kept it so, <sighs> No, I was texting my friend about it and she straight up told me, she goes, yeah, apparently they did the show so they could be together during the pandemic, like longer, like as a way to stay. I guess maybe there was something going on either of whatever, but like, cause 2021 is when they started filming. Mm -hmm. So it was clear that they were like, fuck it. Yeah, let's just do that. So, wow. Yeah. And so them having this account, it's like, (laughs) yeah, like it's all like their math matched a lot when I realized that. Mm -hmm. And and the, their own vibe of like the like the crystal, um, the labradorite rock, mm-hmm. the, the rock, right? Mm-hmm. Quote, quote, the pebble or whatever the fuck the penguin thing. Like that. Damn, that was a loud plane, and I never hear loud planes out here. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was like, that's just Trump fuck? being sent to a jail. Don't worry about I'm literally it. Literally, like mm, crossing my fingers. Um, but anyway, so Sam and Ozzy, like the, the crystal vibe made all the sense when I saw that Sam's like Instagram handle is like conscious altruism or something. Like things where it's like like they're very for lack of a better word, like hippie, you know, like they're mm-hmm. very alt, alt, alt. They do witchy like um, witchy, um, they do like card readings. Yes. Yeah. And which I am fucking love that and here for that. I think it's so obviously, <laughs> um, but it was so funny to just see this vibe because they, it felt so different than the show. Like mm-hmm. I just seeing everybody on the, on the internet at all afterwards. But yeah, so Sam and Ozzy, the only two that worked out, the only two I literally expected to work out 
And also, justice for Ozzy, I hated mm-hmm. how much internet hate Ozzy was getting mm-hmm. on while on this show mm-hmm. because everybody was just triggered by an avoidant person. Like, mm-hmm. I'm mm. sorry, but avoidant <laughs> attachment people exist, right? Disorganized mm-hmm. attachment exists and not everybody, no, literally pointing to self too. Like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was feeling super seen by Ozzy, especially, God, the scene with Ozzy and their brother Ugh. was so because they're just sitting there like ha, 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 our family Trauma. member did that <laughs> Trauma. and sam's just like ha 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 like it was so it was very reminiscent of my brother and i like I, I have a brother one a brother very similar in that dynamic also and when we talk about our parents and our family we're just like ha, ha, yeah crazy right oh no <laughs> and it's just like i with Ozzy, like once all that happening and then that meltdown after that, like I was just like, why is everyone mad at Ozzy? They just have a lot of family trauma. Aren't you fucking gay? Don't you know what it means to have family trauma from gay people, especially being fucking like what I think Ozzy's Chinese. Um, and so not only immigrant family, Catholic family, Chinese mm. family, mm. there are so many fucking layers there <laughs> to trauma. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I, it was like, the second I figured all that out, I was like, Ozzy, hug, you, love you. Like, it's fine. I don't, I, and there, again, similar to Vanessa, there were moments of Ozzy that I wasn't condoning. Like, yeah, I wasn't, of course. there was a one thing with Ozzy and Sam on their, they were on the bed, they were talking, and then Ozzy gets really nasty for just a brief oh, moment. Oh, yeah, mate. And it uh-huh. was just like okay. a mm-hmm. quick, yep, it was just a quick lash out, and they worked through it together fine, but, and Sam is, like, so patient. Like, Sam is... <laughs> Sam is the perfect kind of partner for yeah. someone like that. And oh, that's so again, true. why everybody was all like mad at Ozzy. I'm just relaxed. And also, I'm so sorry that when you are with an avoidant person, you have to let them have space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know why the internet, it's like everyone decided anxious attachment is the one. And if you don't have anxious attachment, you're an evil person. And it's like, mm-hmm. honey, oh. or secure. Oh. But it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. Like, you, I'm sorry, but some people need to process by themselves. I'm sorry. Some people had really overbearing families that made them want to be extra independent and run off and do that. Like, that's not, it's like, quote unquote, bad, but it's not bad. Yeah, I have like avoided in touch with style because my family was, my man, yeah, my childhood was so chaotic and traumatic. Mm-hmm. And I um, was abused by like every person I've loved. And so like, I think love is bad. Like I had to unpack that so mm. much in my life. But I, I genuinely like talk, I was just like if somebody gives shows me affection, I run for the hills because it's like that is a sign of danger for me. And I have yes. had to work over that so hard and I'm still I'm truly still struggling. Um and I'm getting through it. But it's like it is so true to me. I have said I it's just like, oh my God, you show me affection. That that's it's bad. It's bad times. And uh I, so I just related so hard and like I saw this like post once on some person's like art page they were just like and and, and it was their right to make their own like art For about sure. their experience but they were like I'm a like I think they were like yeah, I'm an anxious attachment style and avoidant people have abused me because they'll never mm-hmm. understand like who we are or whatever and it made me cry because I was just like oh my god am I I'm never going to be able to be in a relationship because a lot of people are anxious really? attachment styles and uh, for their own also their own trauma and it's like and it, I just like it's just sucks because I'm not trying to trigger your anxious attachment style through mine, but it's gonna happen. I mean, you just have to find a way to work that out and talk about it, and yeah. that's what Sam and Ozzy did. Mm-hmm. But everybody was just so 
like yeah like everyone's just deeply triggered by Ozzy mm-hmm. and yeah I'm so with you when it comes to the avoidance stuff like I literally like when you have narcissist parents the way that they get back at you get back into your good graces is to like give you oh love you here's a present here's a this and it's like and then it'll be gone it'll be gone as fast as it was there and I so I totally relate and I think everybody needs to relax when it comes to projecting their like because Look, just as we can say it's not fair for Ozzy to get snippy at Sam in those mm-hmm. moments when Sam's trying, it's not fair for someone who's an anxious attachment person to get like, but you have to, you can, you have to do that. You have to talk to me right now. You have to literally, you know what I mean? Like the way that they, and I'm, this is uh, literally Olivia has anxious attachment. Yeah. Like we, yeah. it's, I'm not, this is no, nothing. It's just that when you have someone like that, that's also, again, triggering. It's like, you can't, mm-hmm. you have to, we have to be able to call that as like a problem too. Like, hey, just because you have an anxious attachment smile doesn't mean you get to latch on and never let go to this avoided person who wants to run. It will make them want to run more. You got to, mm-hmm. got to work it out together because that's the whole point of these attachment styles is neither of them are secure. <laughs> and we both need to work to secure attachment, <laughs> which is what I think sam and ozzy actively yeah. do together yeah. and which is what i loved about watching them on the show and yes ozzy and mildred was a mess but once i understood ozzy's parents or the whole anything from ozzy's background i immediately understood why mildred was picked yeah like it she matches up with all of it like she oh is- my god yeah whoa right? you're right this is this this is the the the, the plight of the children of narcissists because I can tell Ozzy didn't even have to say it, but mm-hmm. that parent narcissist parents mm-hmm. involved there, and the plight of that child is you will seek out relationships that match that because that's what you're used to. And with Mildred, it was very much a quick fawn. Like Mildred was very much like, <clears throat> I want you to be comfortable. I love your plan. Oh, you're so wonderful. Like all these things that were so kind to Ozzy. And then mm-hmm. I just think it's not okay that you sleep in after we've probably been filming until 2 a.m. And I have a kid I have to deal with. And I'm like, okay, well, where's your kid right now? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that's all like that's... I understand you have your own routine, but yeah. even if you were dating and any other person off the show, you can't just like force people into your own routine. It happens naturally and it's not going to happen in five days or one week or no. whatever but and 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 she has such an attachment attachment style too that i was seeing i think mm-hmm. in like the mid episode drops i was like i don't like what's happening i don't yep. fucking like it but i understood where she's coming from when we find out her trauma right every yes adult in her life has abandoned her and that's yeah, a different type of like you know trauma. so it's like she obviously was like anyone moving away from me anyone trying to take space from me is now going to trigger me and i was like oh I, and okay and i have empathy for that like maybe that's how i yeah. am all the time but like i get that and also sometimes i am like i feel a shift in somebody's energy i'm like i spiral right so i get it but it so i was like yeah i i and i, I so i have empathy for her and i still have empathy for her, even though of all the like the domestic violence of it all because i just understand that it it's just there's so much to, it's just a layered it's a very layered to, experience. yeah she has to unpack things and she has to get some therapy and hopefully that's well, happening and, but and clearly mildred like you know obviously you know obviously tiff is on the internet calling mm-hmm. mildred a narcissist which mm-hmm. i will agree with in this scenario but also 
when you call a person a narcissist. It's not a end-all be-all of like, okay, now this person's canceled and I can't ever be around them. But it's like, that person should go to therapy. However, it's so difficult for a narcissist to go to therapy. For instance, mm-hmm. in, and we will just segue right into here. Yeah, Tiff's please. video, like Tiff is talking about Mildred using like reactive abuse, like the, that term in re- return. Like Tiff was like, I taught Mildred that phrase, hoping it would help her. And instead she used it against me saying that she is only reacting to my abuse. And all of the way Tiff was explaining all this, I'm sitting there like, yep, this every single checkbox as far as like what happens with the narcissist. So I absolutely am with Tiff on that experience, especially because mm-hmm. I very closely relate, not to mm-hmm. date. Thankfully, when it came to me as a narcissist, having a narcissist parent, I ended up, it was friendships that ended up all, yes. with all the narcissists. Yes. It was yes. not, thankfully, I was avoided the dating thing and probably because yeah. I don't have daddy issues. Oh, just the mommy issues. Um, but um, cheers to that. Just, just the mommy. Um, but when it comes to tips, so but 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 with yeah, Mildred, like narcissists are traumatized people, and the narcissism is a complex reaction to being able to navigate this trauma, like control. Maybe is it like a control thing? Yeah. They feel out of well, control and I have this bu- with their abuse. Yeah. And I have this book really that talks about how narcissism is essentially the deepest form of insecurity, that mm. it's like an insecure person mm. and it's, and be, and they're insecure obviously because of trauma, because mm. of everybody telling them certain light things about them their whole life, et cetera, et cetera. But then as they age, that insecurity turns into, okay, I have to, again, as you said, control mm-hmm. every situation to outcome to become an outcome that I approve of, that makes me look best, that does whatever in mm. this scenario, that I am the winner because mm. if I'm not the winner, people will think I'm bad or mm. not worthy or whatever. Mm. And so it's just a really intense reaction to how insecurity is formed. And see with Ozzy, like Ozzy being a, par- a child of a nar- likely of narcissist or even just like a child with such intense trauma – that person easily, Ozzy, was displaying narcissistic tendencies, which is what triggered people. But that does not make Ozzy a narcissist. Ozzy is working through that. Like mm-hmm. Ozzy is working out, figuring out how to not react in mm-hmm. a narcissistic way. Which is to leave. Right. Which is to leave, which is to lash or, out. And which, which isn't the right names. answer, but like that's what they were doing. Right. You know? But like, and to, or even, even the, the subtle like mate mate mm-hmm. and oh, sam's like you never call me mate and mm-hmm. i and and ozzy did it to mildred too i noticed mm-hmm. that yep. and mildred didn't catch it because mildred's just like well whatever i'm with an australian person but sam <laughs> was like you don't call me mate like that's not who i am to you and it's like those moments of the like that is tendencies but mildred is a she's formed her own i so tiff talked about vulnerable narcissism with mildred because this is she is a quote unquote, there's two types of narcissism. There's mm. the vulnerable narcissist and the grandiose narcissist. Mm. The grandiose narcissist is the one who's like fucking out screaming around, I'm the best and you have to fucking love me and I'm always right. And they're just like very obsessed with that. Whereas the vulnerable narcissist is I am a victim and mm-hmm. I have to be the victim in every scenario or I don't win. And that is Mildred, hardcore. Tiff mm. was so right. Because Mildred is like, I'm a victim of my own trauma. I'm a victim of another divorce. I'm a single parent. I have a child with special needs. Mm-hmm. I'm a victim to all of these things. I'm Latina, and that makes me loud or something. And I, that you know, 
Because <laughs> that's another thing. That's another thing with a narcissist is they will use any card they can. Which is win. what Tiff was talking about in the video, yeah. and it definitely like I related or I like I yeah because I was like in I've that been in moment relationships with that when, mm -hmm. in which because when cause in that moment in the actual conversation she's like you can change being an asshole but I can't change being Latina. I was like mm -hmm. whoa 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 yeah. Are you trying to make Latina synonymous with asshole because that's confusing? Like <laughs> I don't. I know plenty of Latinas who aren't like the because the way that she was describing it obviously is then the families yeah. and the way she's like my family's all loud and we all scream at each other and blah, 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 that's just the culture but like maybe we don't have to scream at our partner yeah I don't know like oh, yeah. it's like what do you mean you're using that as a reason to be mean I don't know if other Latinas are gonna appreciate this no and I the comment sections were not right? <laughs> not really <laughs> for Mildred and like Mildred tried to do like a series of TikToks where she was like I take full accountability for everything, mm. but I like had my reason and people were just in the comments like, this is no. like, please stop. Like, please stop. There was one part of her second Again, video. Again, I had my reasons thing is right. the narcissist talking. Mm -hmm. There was one part of the second video where I kind of felt like there was like an honesty where she was like, uh, if you find yourself acting like this, seek help. And like, okay. you, like I am trying to get help. And so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think she's she's beyond whatever like right you know she yeah yeah i'm oh, i'm with i'm with that i don't <clears throat> think she's gone forever in the no. way of narcissism you know what i mean like, there's like, definitely and especially because she had to watch herself on tv most oh. narcissists don't have to do that oh boy and you know <laughs> most yeah. people don't have to do that they don't have to be confronted with their own behavior and with the online fervor of ten thousand fucking sons of netflix yeah. watchers like you most of the time that doesn't have to happen no, no type of public reckoning so i think this could be ultimately a good moment of mm -hmm. growth let's learn let's therapize let's do that because you do have a kid and if you were abusing tiff in front of your child that's fucked up like yeah. sorry girly yeah. like Which, and, so and if parents can be abusive it's exactly. not and that's that's what we were talking about i feel like uh, what we mentioned way earlier about the representation of all the different varieties <laughs> of abuse like yeah. women lesbians and parents all three of those categories can be abusive <laughs> and it's and like Mildred it's like, happens to be all of them at once <laughs> yeah and it's it's delusional to like avoid that reality and just like walk into stuff that's like you know oh my god and like and that's yeah. the thing is I think Tiff was like reckoning with the fact that you know they didn't realize a lot of these signs earlier and yeah they were so trying to protect Mildred even in the relationship with like yeah. their trauma with like everyone leaving them and we saw on the show they're like I'm not gonna leave you I know everyone's left you I'm not gonna leave you like and I was like oh I don't like that because like that's that's yeah it's and you're like whether it was intentional Mildred's part or not you know now to feels like they can't leave like a situation because the person's gonna it's gonna hurt them it's like no people break up because things are not good and you know, and then this video that we watched, like Tiff at one point mentions like, you know, and this is, you know, it's, it's like you, she, they were like, I didn't leave the first time. And I, mm -hmm. I eventually left when Mildred was pushing me again in front of their child. And like, that was when I knew I had to go. And it's just like, so it was just heartbreaking to see, but yeah. I, and, and meanwhile, Mildred is like, you didn't have a connection with my child. And it's like, did Part of me wonders if if Mildred even like made room for that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, and not to say as a again, I I don't know. We don't know. I don't know anything about her no, as a mother specifically yeah. and about what her kid goes through and any of that. But it's more of just like, 
as as a child of a narcissist and she is clearly narcissist and narcissist tendencies and she has a kid right like there will be like it it's it's confusing and it's strange to watch your parent do this and then also try to be on their side and if she, I I think I've gathered from the internet that this child might be autistic. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what else is there, but I can't imagine what an autistic person would feel like watching this type of abuse and just normalizing that and making that like, cause that just scares me for this kid's future. And which is why I'm so team Tiff in this scenario. Like, and the way Tim was, t- or t- Tim, yeah. Tiff was like, um, <laughs> Tim Mildred, um, the way t- Tiff was like, um, and I, you know, I called, I called her a trash parent and I stand by that because I am <laughs> nervous for how, and I, I, was, I like, was like, I was like, damn. I had to like stand up. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, and it's funny because, but they're literally like, I'm not calling her a bad mom in a mom sense. I'm calling like if if you are able to abuse a person in front of your child, that is bad parenting point yeah. blank. And I was like, fuck yeah, Tiff. Like I was really fucking here for Tiff in that video because like not only that, throwing in all the little definitions and all the like, <laughs> like screenshot. I was like, this is giving such millennial like PowerPoint video form. Like I love it. Um but they they were very much like I you know I didn't get to say my side and all of this is like this was all crazy and yeah I I don't know I just I fell for Tiff there I don't know I lost my train of thought on it but it's it's real it's it's I mean like we don't know any of what really happened and I'm yeah I'm not gonna like sit here and whatever but it's just yeah oh boy i it was it was unfortunate and it's unfortunate we find out from tiff that the show knew everything and yeah. uh, they didn't do shit about any of it and it's like the conversation apparently went for like 15 minutes we saw five of it you know tiff didn't get a good word and edgewise and it's just like you end up and then joe straight joanna being yeah. like mildred how do you feel after all that <laughs> And then the audacity for Mildred to post, like, two posts where they're, like, the one post is, like, oh, man, this engagement no. was really special to me. I I will it never com- forget this. No, fuck you. I'm sorry. You don't get to do it, that. That literally, when I, because I saw that post before I saw the reunion. That was the only relationship I was spoiled on ending, quote, unquote, because yeah. I was, like, they, I, but in my mind, I was, like, of course they're over. Yeah. But um but but yeah when i watched the reunion i was like i went back and i was like Fuck. <laughs> and she, she didn't tag tiff either which also was so fucking telling it's just like again an audacity of like i can't i can't believe it i can't uh, believe the audacity it's, it's and wild. so and again this is why <laughs> this is why i'm very comfortable calling her a narcissist because it's like <laughs> you're still trying to make yourself look good with this post when people are going to watch that reunion and know this information. But yeah, I was not surprised at all in the very slightest that uh, the producers knew about mm-hmm. the arrest because, um, first of all, I don't know why Tiff would, wouldn't have mentioned it. You know what I mean? Like when they, when Tiff was like, yeah, I showed them their arrest report right before we filmed. Like I would wanted them to know, but I also didn't, they were literally like, I, I wanted them to know so that they didn't bring it up because I didn't want it brought up and have slander, have a whole thing happen because 
of XYZ, all these other things mm-hmm. in Tiff's or in Mildred's, Mildred's life, life i.e. Yeah. child, child and, and immigration. Yeah, exactly. all sorts of stuff. <clears throat> so I love Tiff for that. Um, but it's then, like, yeah, we, the producers, it's like, of course, just, they're gonna... <laughs> the producer's not managing it. I don't know. I think everybody was like, wait, what? We were having that brief conversation where it was like, a straight people or people gay people are claiming the show was made for the straights like for the in the straight eye by straight whatever and i'm like Mm. well yeah it is made by netflix right they do have to appeal to a straight audience yeah but i disagree like it wasn't it's just that we don't get to actually talk about this and also uh fun fact everybody straight shows totally make all the same shit happen all the time Mm. um the bachelor this is again Hearing about the production, knowing about this, I was like, that's such a bachelor thing. Like, they would totally put an abuser on stage with whoever. They've done it about a million times. They do it all the fucking times. Literally, daily. All the time. mm. Like, the the Greg Greppo of it, I'm sorry. Like, I'm never going to let go of that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Literally, just super casually, right? And I think, you know, people, queer people... If we're going to start really getting into reality TV, because there's the subset of the gays, you and me, who are into reality TV as an entity, and we will watch all the straight shit. But there's a lot of gay people out there who don't watch reality TV because they're like, I don't want to watch straight people, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of them, and they all watch the show. And it's, I had someone come and be like, well, is it good to show it? I'm like, yes, because yes. this is shown constantly again, but... But yeah, so it was not, it was made by a, you know, quote unquote, like a media company, which yeah. inherently will be straight. Right. But, and we obviously have straight Joanna, but, but like, I, I was like, this is still definitely for the gays. Like, um, but anyway, mm-hmm. and yeah, any, any mm-hmm. other reality show would have put Mildred on that stage. So mm-hmm. nobody freak out about all that. That's, that's just well, and it wasn't unfortunate like- and we shouldn't let it happen. Yeah, and like, and and wasn't the whole fucking? Are we surprised? Wasn't Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Lachey, standing, uh, Jackie, mm. Jacqueline on Lotus mm-hmm. Line Four when everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, literally she was abusive to Marshall." Like we had that whole discourse, and it's like, of course, like they don't care about their cast members, you know. And like we talked about this with no. one of the episodes, no I think reality with, show, with, will. With, yeah, with Olivia was like, uh. You know, there's a fifty thousand dollar like stipend, or if you try to leave the show, you'll get fucking sued to your asshole. And there's just all these things, yep. and so you just you can't trust anything. And these poor gays had no idea. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's all just it's all just part of the it's a part of what you sign up for. It's the welcome protocol. welcome to the reality. Yeah, <laughs> literally welcome to the reality TV production hellhole yeah. where everything is edited. You get to be served a villain on a silver platter that isn't really the villain of it all by the end and then we get to let abusers on stage that's just how it goes okay and you get a bunch of bullshit engagements yeah the end let's like fucking every dating show ever but i will will say correct me if i'm wrong listeners actually i feel like the majority of them didn't really complain about the edit it was like the aftermath and the reunion mm-hmm. and like a lot of stuff or they have trouble with like other things but i haven't really heard that many people be like i wasn't like portrayed as what it was happening so I, i'll Neither. say that like i feel like it was Literally. just like they they really did just let their hands go and these dykes were just like <laughs> well <laughs> and part of part of me wonders too if the producers i.e straight producers likely mm-hmm. didn't know in their like Okay, 
think of producers on The Bachelor, they know how to manipulate the drama into what they want. But I feel like with the queers, they were like, I don't how do I make you guys mad at each other? I don't really know. What if you just let it happen? What? Oh, oh shit, you're all mad at this one girl? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm dog we'll dog we'll let you dog pile. Love that. Yeah. We'll we'll put her as a and villain. Like, okay. And they, and they, you're gonna you're gonna get engaged while you say you're in love with another person. Cool, <laughs> love that. Cool, love that. I mean they're literally like, I feel like, yeah, just the producers were like, I don't know how to generate, I don't know how to stoke the flames of the drama like you would with a straight couple, but they didn't need to because, again, lesbians be dramatic. That's the thing. I'm like, um, maybe they were soaking Vanessa a little bit here or also like, yeah, Lexi. with I alcohol. See, yeah. Oh, sure. I, oh, and well, I mean, yeah, literally, exactly. all here you go. Lexi, Here's yeah. another cup of silver cup of alcohol like. yeah oh my god so like and maybe oh, lexi man. was also like provoked by a producer and Clear, things of that yeah, nature yeah, yeah. um so i get that and so and i think that probably did happen for sure but like at the same time i'm like i i would also in that little foursome chat we talked about earlier i would have absolutely been like oh but my partner was dming with this like i i like i would that's, because that no, is gay all of it felt authentic <laughs> right like and 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 even then it was like all the cutscenes to the faces, like so many of the face reactions didn't feel deeply out of place. Like so many others where you're like, you clearly just pulled that from another spot. No, like they were in the moment reactions, like in the moment faces, Mal looking at Vanessa, like what the fuck? I didn't know this shit. What the fuck? It was just a whole thing. No, I, I loved it. Um, And yeah, exactly. The drama is real. They did not need to stoke the flames. But I do. Oh fuck! I was gonna say something else. Um, yeah, it was definitely Yali related. Mm. Mm. Well, it'll come back to me. Um, but all that. Oh wait, it was at the reunion. Yali said something so subtle, so quick. But I was like, Ooh. when she was like, I didn't mean to become a post poster for polyamory, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> because. Because, I, first of all, I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to keep Please. talking about it. Yeah. Let's keep talking about that. Because that's what this show was. That's what every dating show is for the most part. We need mm -hmm. to discuss that mm -hmm. because Vanessa also needs to discuss that. Mm -hmm. Because that's also why Yali was, because Yali was all out Vanessa for being noncommittal, blah, blah, blah. And then meanwhile, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And so I was like. In all my Instagram stories, I was like, no one has shit to fucking say. Everyone needs to shut the fuck up. Like, you can Literally. not like Vanessa for a lot of reasons, but like this one, I'm not letting it go. I'm sorry. Y'all need to shut the fuck up because you're doing the mm -mm. same thing and that's fine. I'm not, because here I am. We're all poly. Like, we talk about this. All of these shows are forced, a forced poly ever experience. When I tell some rando, I meet people all the time and they're like, oh, what, do you, what is your podcast about? I'm like, a bachelor. And they're like, oh my God, what? And I'm like, listen, it's a microcosm of our society and it's gay. I, said, I say that every time. Also, I was like, but it's also a forced polyamory experience for people who are not polyamorous and they fall for it. They they buy fall into hard. it, they fall into it, fall hard into it, and then they get punished for it. They get fucking ripped back into their reality and punished for it. And that's what's entertaining about it. I'm sorry, that makes me a bad person, but I'm like, give it to me. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And and, and as a polyamorous person, or like I, I have practiced it and everything, it's just like, yeah, it, 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 none of these relationships were set up for that. And like, 
but now you're in it and like it's so let's chat about it and hey yali if you think really for real that you can be in love with two people at once honey that is literally the definition of polyamory yeah so you like, did it. You are the postcard. I'm sorry. You, you sold are it. the postcard. I'm so sorry that you <laughs> hated that you became that and not Vanessa, who was trying. Mm-hmm. But because when Vanessa was like to to Ray, she was like, we should just have a threesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know that's what you want, Vanessa. I know that. <laughs> I would want that too. I understand. Okay. Yeah. I'm also have been the messy bi girl, but like, mm, anyway, yeah, the Yali. Let's again, everybody, let's unpack. But that comment and being that comment being left in and not being discussed and, and not, not being, being broken up into mm-hmm. further mm-hmm. made it mm-hmm. to me be like Netflix is trying to avoid that. <laughs> like, because I think that again, like, I think again that it, no one wants to admit that that's what all these shows are. Mm-hmm. But the queer people, of course, are the closest to admitting it because we're already the closest to practicing it most of the time. And so it's like, like, it, it's just, just call it is Netflix. They like flow too close to the sun, TVH. Like, I feel like it's, that's what's really crazy about <laughs> it. <laughs> they like, just like they, because I we talked about this the first episode I was with Linz, which bless their heart. I love them so much. They they were amazing and gave me early I screeners. Also, fun oh, fact yeah, you to- know Linz! Also, fun fact to everybody listening, um, Linz is married to someone I went to college with and was friends with. And I mean, I am friends with. And yeah. I, we are all three of us parasocial internet friends still now. So when you were like posting about Linz, I was like, oh my God, I know this person. And then you were like, yeah, they were on the pod. I was like, wait a minute. You were like, you're like, you should get Linz on the podcast. I was like, I did it. <laughs> I just did. No, and then I was like, holy shit. No, but that is also something about us. I don't know what it is because there have been too many moments where people are showing me something and it's like uh, this podcast with Jenna of Descartes. And I'm like, I know this person. Oh <laughs> well, it's because we're, we're gay. We, it, just, it doesn't matter. We're gay podcasters about reality TV. You're on the other side of the country. It doesn't matter. We're literally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like uh, we were talking about in that episode, we were like, I, I joked, I was just like, I wanted so badly to hear the conversation in the the boardroom where some lowly intern was like, hi, um, guys, so this show you created, the ultimatum is gay. Like the whole thing is gay. And I like Polly, like inherently like the structure. And I know you guys did a straight season, but like we have like, just so you know what you created is meant for this structure and so (laughs) the fact that this season was like pitched and filmed uh, basically right after the first one or right around like after but not before it aired and i found that out they did not even air the first season yet they were filmed oh my god wow netflix was like we know we got this we got this nugget we got it and we're gonna let it ride what they held and they perfect match was filming at that time too they are no perfect match was early 2022 but they were holding on to these fucking shows dude like it's wild um i i am mind i am truly mind blown by that information that it was because yeah they figured that out and that was i don't know if you've seen are the one mtv yeah i watched yeah i watched the gay season okay yeah but when i i had been watching that show the straight version like 
mm-hmm. plenty. I had seen most of the seasons prior to that. And every season I would watch, I was watching with my ex and I would just be like, this would be such a good show if it was everybody was bi or if everybody was pan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like every person, anybody could match with each other. It would be so good if it were that. And he'd be like, yeah, I know, right? Maybe cool. And then boom, once it happened, I was like, I was fucking right. Like, yeah. hell yeah, because gay people make good TV people. But yeah, I do understand the struggle. You got to find the right way to 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 have a gay dating show without it being. And that's what no, and that's why it worked out well. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but you and I and Olivia and any other queer person I've ever talked to on this mm-hmm. podcast for the last five fucking plus years has always said oh, it that. doesn't matter if somebody falls in love with another cast member, like, and not the lead, right? If it's like a bachelor like show, and it's like it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter, and. Because that just makes it entertaining. And I promise you, and I promise you, there will be at least three fucking golden retrievers who will still want the lead. The rest, yeah, sure. Oh, the, the rest yes. of the 30 might fucking go ham. But there is going to be a minimum of three people who are going to want to still go for the lead. If not for just, like I said, like I said, golden retriever aspects. Or because of fame and shit. Like, I, you're still going to have a show. You're yep. still going to have a finale. It's going to be fine. But I agree that, like, a show like The Ultimate Native, though, is, like, but, but it is. It's, like, it's in, it's a, it's isolated. Uh, Linz was also perfectly astute to say that it's a great show idea, in a sense, because it's bringing in a, a demographic we've never had with, like, other relationships. I guess other than Temptation Island, where you're bringing in couples already versus, like, just singles. And... You know, I, yeah, it's good, but it's like, I can see Love is Blind doing this, too. Like, there's no reason why there shouldn't be a queer Love is Blind, you know? <sighs> first of all, first again, of all, you, you also... it would be, <laughs> you just have to, like, yes, would it suck to have them sem- somewhat mostly isolated? Yes, but you could do it. You could do it. Imagine it the yeah. fucking, imagine the intense drama of none of them having seen anybody and then you show up at Mexico after you've all picked your people and you all see everybody that you were talking to because you were not in a space where you could communicate in the like bunker mm-hmm. pod mm-hmm. type, mm-hmm. whatever the like the whatever mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. like space where they all hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, I fuck yeah. And I it, it would definitely be rough. Like there would or, I don't know. It would, yeah, you would inevitably have some people who would fall for each other in the bunker. But like, I, I think you could split it. Just like split five and five or whatever, or like fifteen and whatever, ten and ten maybe. God, what and if then... it was? What if it was like a almost a mat, like a fembutch? No, oh, right, something, yeah. right, like, and then yeah. Yeah. right, you know how you have a fembutch split, mm-hmm. but then two bushes fall in love, uh, and icon. then you get the fems falling in love over there. But then you have the people talking. But also, I could just I don't know. I could feel back to. I feel like first of all, gay people are good actors. I feel like they could, like. I feel like people could commit to the the idea of like falling in love blind mm-hmm. and ignoring the other people yeah. just as the mechanic because they're just like not like forcing themselves, but it's like yes, yeah, that's the rule here. And that's yeah. just how we do it. And yeah. so I'm clearly wanting and I wanted to come here to fall in love with someone blind and not mm-hmm. this other way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I I would love every single reality show ever. I need a queer version. I'm at the point where I don't care if mm-hmm. the logic doesn't work. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Just try. And see what happens. Yeah, just try. Because it. it'll yeah. make crazy TV in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen normal, if you start, if it's like the ba- like you know, it's like the Bachelor, right? And then you have half of the cast just falls in love with each other and not the Bachelor, but the Bachelor also falls in love with someone. Great. 
I got like seven love stories in there. Yeah. And now your fucking environment, your, your, you know, your ecosystem of bachelor shit is better because now you have now as a viewer, I'm like, listen, I'm interested in Chad and Brian and I'm also mm -hmm. interested in Andrew and Jake and I'm interested in like also Jake not Jake. Chad and Brian yeah and immediately <laughs> thinking of Chad and Brian <laughs> I mean would they not make a good couple look the abs I, they were just okay like, can we please can we please do um here's my Patre a patreon pitch episode yes. for your uh we need to do an episode where we take everybody in bachelor nation and gay headcanon and then just connect everybody because <laughs> we've already done it enough with the obvious like aaron and james and but whatever we need to do it with everybody yeah, everyone because i could really fuck with like because imagine imagine becca kufrin as a lesbian Imagine the power she mm. would hold. Mm. She doesn't even realize. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> Just people like that, where I'm like, mm. that would be so. If you good. were gay, you would be a superhero. And you don't even know, <laughs> and yet you're straight, and you're on this show, and you're doing those things. Mm. <laughs> Again, uh, Michelle Young as a lesbian. Imagine her. Michelle oh and God. Becca, actually. That's what I, honestly, I was almost going to say, I was like, in my entire head, I was like, about to ask you, like, who would we put Becca with? And I was like, I feel like Michelle. And they were on Happy Hour together. I don't know. Something about them. Yeah. Something Amazing. about it. Yeah. Something. Something works yeah. for me. I love it so much. Anyway, and I, that's I, why I, everything, everyone should be gay. And every show should be gay. <laughs> and I just think that. That's the fucking moral of this episode is that gay shit is amazing and perfect and has no flaws and I don't care and straight people need to watch it and we got beautiful things like Natasha and mm, you know God all of her. this great you know and big titty Lexi like we all got to see everything These beautiful gay people like let's just bring it on give yeah. me more it's gonna you you can't go back to straight. Wait, speaking of, I have a gay show for you to watch. Have you watched Tampa Bay's? What is that? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, watch Tampa Bay's. I'm probably it's probably screeching in the background because literally, okay, imagine like the hills, Laguna Beach vibe, where it's that a friend group, quote unquote, they mm -hmm. all just hang out and do things and they just mm -hmm. all but it's lesbians and it's in Tampa Bay, Florida, for some reason. <laughs> Oh, my, oh, my face. I, I was like, uh, <sighs> okay. And I shit you not, you will go through. Every yeah, that sounds emotion. pretty great. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. You will, you will go through every emotion the human experience can offer while watching the show because it starts and you're just like, this is the cringiest lesbian shit I've ever seen in my entire life. They're all trying to be so cool and hip and influencery, and but they're in fucking Florida, and it's just so bad. And then by the end, you're like sobbing over this person who's like connected to her Native American ancestry, and then this other person who's going through like family trauma with her grand coming out to her grandma, and it's just see, and that's the thing. That's it's the thing is, you find beautiful. out like all these that's... people have all this trauma, and it's exactly. like oh, and it humanizes them to literally weird by the end it's mm. by the end it's a cringy pride parade episode it's the final episode and it's just so good anyway it's on amazon prime aka okay. the bad place so, <laughs> so hey, you know what please, please go watch it um because i because i saw a post of and i was sent this multiple times 
thank you to everybody who follows me and sent it to me because I had seen it already. But like, I love when people send me things like that because I'm like, wow, I know I'm the target audience. But it was a photo of Jenna from Are You The One? Remember her tall, skinny, black hair, Kai. Jenna, it was Vanessa. And it was uh, this other girl who literally, I cannot remember her fucking name right now because I could barely remember any of the names on Tampa Bay's because they are just the mess it's lesbian okay and so anyway it was it was but it was one of the girls from tampa bays and it was the three of them in a picture together and i was literally like this this is my multiverse of madness this (laughs) is everything to me and i need and it made me be like i need another season of tampa bays because i think it's only still one season probably for no but maybe they'll maybe they'll ring in some new like they did that was the best um i don't even know how many of them live there anymore but either way Mm. i literally moral story gay lesbian reality tv is iconic and uh that show is ridiculous because you will feel like you're watching something that is so boring and and then again you'll be like what is this unpacking of trauma while we're sitting on a rooftop bar in fucking Florida. But that's just so, it's so, that is the Laguna Beach. That mm-hmm. is the hills. Like, yes. that is, yes. uh, you know, because uh, like, and they have was... house parties that they all get yeah. mad up. And then there's two <sighs> lesbian couples who are trying to be like the head honcho and they kind of are like head by heads. It's just, oh. it's so good. Watch it. Great. Um, okay. okay. It's very fast. You will watch it so fast. It okay. will be a perfect pre bachelor. I need to. I can't believe the bachelor is. Oh amazing. my god, girl. <laughs> I can't. We can't talk about it right now. This is our safe space. <laughs> gay safe space. This is okay. Safe space. I can't. I can't bring into that other conversation right now. Only in which I only use it as a tool to to. to you know promote the ultimatum literally but have you seen have you seen jesse palmer's posts from paradise <laughs> him sweating through his fucking shirt he's such a dad um, just the way he selfies is just like so fucking dad hi hi and it's just this bold smile just, just, eh? just a straight on selfie center of the fucking picture whatever <laughs> so funny i love to see it but we love, um, love jesse Thank you, Jesse. Anyway, so good. Yeah, um, thank you, Jesse. Well, thank you so much for coming on, <sighs> Shannon, because we needed to have this conversation clearly. Uh, it was clearly. we had to get all of this out and talk about all these things. And I can't wait for more shit to unfold and more updates to mm. come. And and, and more to see fun who, episodes from yeah, you. And who, oh, thank you. And, and oh yeah, maybe, maybe I'm not gonna. Mm, I, I'm, I know, I know. I'm just gonna say, I'm yeah. Just, I might be talking to one of the cast y'all, members, y'all. Yeah, y'all just need to get Kai. Y'all just need to get hype. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. It's not official. Don't, don't. Don't freak don't out yet. We, but... we, didn't, we, didn't say, we didn't say it. I didn't say it. But I might be talking to a cast member. Um, And yeah, and then like, uh, just, you know, y'all just stay here. Just stay locked and loaded. It's good times. We're here. We're here for it. We're here. We're, we're gay. Here, we're queer. Yeah, whatever the whole shit is. Um, um, and, <laughs> it's, and it's fun pride mine and i can't wait actually though i cannot wait to see what la pride and new york pride shenanigans go down with these ultimatum casts i feel like they will be on parade flow i feel like there will be there will be new things new dramas Mm -hmm. happening and also i'm very excited to see what happens with lexi and her girlfriend Mm -hmm. uh partner major 
wifey. I am intrigued about it. Um, but just to say that exactly seems like Lexi's type. Like, honestly, I don't even know what universe Lexi and Ray met in. I think Ray was I just know. like, and like, I mean, I just followed I mean, her around. It's what they said happened too. So I mean, Lexi like- is literally <laughs> such mommy dom too that it's like, if you have the drip of mommy issues, it's just like, I'm in it. Yeah. I'm ready to go, Please girl. Like, take me. me wherever you want me to go. Like, I'm here for it. Oh, even so though Lexi's true. unhinged and I would probably would never date her. However, being her friend and staring at the titties all the time would be great. Yeah. No, I would. Um, I would but I could I not would. date her. She would trigger the fuck out of me. No, I we couldn't get along because I'm no. um <clears throat> uh, 10 years or a senior. But Actually, fun fact, you have the same sun and moon as Mal. <sighs> no, I know. And, and Vanessa. Or at least the sign. Um, no, yeah, the same sign as Vanessa, Mal, and Mildred. Oh, oh my but, gosh. But, 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 that's why I said sun and moon as Mal, Mal because y'all got, I mean, y'all got that earth sign shit going on. Yeah, it's true. And it? you're yeah. the aqua rising, and apparently Mal might be a Scorpio rising, which mm. I could see that a lot. So, y'all, if you like all of this astrology talk, uh, please make sure you're following Do the Roses Align. Shannon has a great page. She does really great uh, Instagram lives to The Bachelor and other shows. And I love my story reactions. Yeah, they're the best. You just got to keep doing them. And then I feel so goofy half the time. And then I will get DMs being like, this is the best. This is funny shit. I look forward to this all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, like, Mm -hmm. make people. Mm -hmm like people like come to do this like mm-hmm. that's crazy okay so anyway yeah. join me on the chaos time because yeah. the best part about instagram stories too is i get to be a little off the cuff i get to be a little unhinged i get to be a little stoned i get to be a little bit of everything and it's fun times um times. and i also you know i i always like when i started my ultimatum that shit i was basically like look i'm gonna have controversial opinions i'm sorry you're gonna not like that I like Vanessa <laughs> and things like that, but just, just I'm sorry. Here it goes. Um, anyway, yeah, follow me, and I promise, literally, pinky promise, I'm fucking posting about the bad charity season. Okay? okay, I'm doing it. I was so behind. I was so ugh, like, what? Who's her ba- fucking Zach? I was like, who was her bachelor even? I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zach's season just was like I just couldn't mentally, physically. Spiritually, despite the fact that I reacted to it all because I was still watch all the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but you posting, were disassociating. <laughs> when it came to posting, I was like, mm. I don't know if I care that much. Yeah. Um, what I charity cared mostly season about was does Gabby. look good, and yeah. I'm intrigued. And mm-hmm. Charity is a fascinating bachelorette, and I know her rising sign, so I'm thrilled. I love when I know the rising sign. I love it even more. I can track the transits way better. It's way more fun to talk about. So, um, whereas Zach, I was just like, what the fuck could his rising sign be i don't fucking know he's a man and men are so boring that they're so hard to guess <sighs> like you know there's no personality to even like base it off of it was so. like i'm to this point and i don't know how you feel about this i'm pretty convinced that they've cast bat charity as bachelorette material for that show and they were just like zach get, make it happen like because charity i did not believe charity and zach together that was not believable in any way <laughs> i believed it at times but i am a Grief, global bitch but... i am a global bitch well because she's just so lovable so i was like she's I, I so can see, good i can see why he wanted to like stand up for her and i can see why he wanted to like be with I her think she was but... playing a good game but yeah. i also think that zach just 
like I don't know when it came down to it when it came down to it like I was just like Zach is not picking a not Katie girl you know what I Oh, Katie. Well, I love her. I think she's fucking great, honestly. I have zero qualms or problems. They she are might be bisexual, there. dude. Okay, Which, so this, this is the last thing we're talking about before we okay. go. So Yeah, this Pride video, Bachelor.com was like, <laughs> it's gay month. And they were like, hi, gays. Uh, hi, gays. We know you watch us sometimes when you don't uh, hate us. Just, like, <laughs> here's every fucking, gay person. <laughs> every gay person and every not but Starting with Zach and Katie. Right. I was like... A fucking jump scare like what no, full like, jump scare what? hi bachelor nation happy pride month in the white dress with zach i'm like this is the straightest is representation happy? of pride month what? so then like watch out those people are like whatever oh, okay, but the comment section as everyone would imagine was just a trash fire everyone was just like <laughs> like i don't just keep it out of my fucking face i don't care what you fucking hold I don't care what hole you put it in, but I don't want to indoctrinate my child who's whatever, who already holds a gun. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. And like, but then you see all these like people who are in the video and other Bachelor people trying to be like, yay, happy pride, love you guys. Like, this is important, good job. And then fucking Katie's like, hey, love it. I'm going to put the fucking by heart, like the colors? by colors. Yeah. And I was like, did... Katie just come Question out. Mark? <laughs> like, does she not know the implications? Does she know the implications? She's trying to be subtle. Is this a giving Taylor Swift lover era? Like, I don't know. <laughs> My Gaylor brain was like, ah! <laughs> It's literally just like LOL because meanwhile they got everybody else in there like Demi and even they even dragged Jamie mm -hmm. out of wherever <laughs> old school hole she was in like and then but like I fucking love they were like no Colton though. <laughs> Very, and you know what and they did that for me because they know my ass would have been like calling the cops. <laughs> Yeah. I know no cops See, are crying, but I'm just like, 911, what's your emergency? Colton's on my Instagram <laughs> telling me happy Talking pride. Talking about being gay on The Bachelor. I can't. No, we're not allowing that. That I mean, would have been the realest jump scare. And it's funny because he's the gayest of them all. And that's why gay people are so unhappy. We can't have anything, anything. because the first gay bachelor had to be a stalker. Like, come on, come God damn. on. Yeah, I guess. I guess we, there's this representation of gays being abusive. <laughs> like, <laughs> just a fucking, oh, oh my God, fucking it's like, Christ! It's like fuck taking that. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God. <gasps> Okay. Uh, literally, I would rather Bachelor not even acknowledge. That <laughs> 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 uh, you don't exist this month, please. You're already airing charity season during Pride Month. I know. I was like, it's the, the homophobic thing they've ever done in my life. Like, put it in May like it's supposed to be. Like, I can't. Give me, give me paradise. And when it's supposed to happen, oh. I'm tired of this schedule. The gays are not pleased. Yeah. If they really cared about us, they would listen. If they really cared about us, they would make a gay bachelor 
yeah or at bachelorette i mean how delusional am i that i was like is this a sign like it are they like hey! are they like jenna like like jenna like like, I would just just know that like it's it's coming and I fucking heard some gossip if the that other day. happens yeah exactly I'm if... hearing some scuttlebutt about paradise being a little gayer than normal y'all I'm Bachelor, hearing what, they don't even oh. understand mm. the fucking power they would hold over the reality to, if they made That's it gay insane. like I just I just I just don't know if they've contemplated because straight people would watch it just as much. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But okay, if Bachelor Paris is a little is a little gay, then I'm ready. Who's I'm trying to think who's gonna be on that? Well, well I Elizabeth mean, uh, probably. fucking all the girls, all the girls on <gasps> you know. I forgot about Elizabeth. Right. I forgot about is, and I, I forgot think, about her. And I feel like oh there's my God, probably yes. some other women that we're like forgetting that have come out as bi. And then I feel like maybe there might be like a guy that might come out. And then I feel like they will bring people from other countries, like other par like other bachelor and, and you know, whatever's. I am I for gay. one am pro uh bachelor summer games, bachelor some type Literally. of that vibe coming back again. Yeah, yeah gay games. Like next year, next yeah. year we got another Olympic year, baby. Yeah, please. That was like because the best TV that was ever. Games. Mm -hmm. The games, yeah, Bachelor Games. I loved Winter Games. Mm, I was my favorite show. It was so good. Um, yeah, but I yeah, if the Bachelor wants to get their shit together and get their ratings back up, they just have to do a gay thing. And I'm like, I'm just delusional enough to think that this post was the beginning. Look, <laughs> I I will I will join you in that delusion because I enjoy living in delusion when I have hope. Some that gives me hope. And that gives me some hope. So I will choose that delusion we'll do it um right. and i will i will just giggle at everybody they put in that video and also start following any of them that are perceived as straight i will be watching okay katie i'm gonna watch you come out the closet all right yeah, we're and on this your, is a mm, mm, mm. literally katie girl mm. why are you with zach because but that's see that's my only evidence that she wouldn't be by that is not a bi girl man. choice. Yeah, you know I know. I mean? Yeah, there's plenty of bi girls don't date yeah. men like that. No, they date men, but not men like that. Like, where's where's the where's um the magician? The magician. Yeah, that guy. Mm -hmm. That is the bi girl guy. Mm, Unfortunately, Roby. R.I.P. Roby. Mm -hmm. I wish he was. He needed to stay. He needed. He needed. He to didn't stay. die, everyone. He just is dead to us. <laughs> He's dead to the nation. He's dead to the nation. He had, the, <laughs> he had probably had the shortest stay of so, like any magician. I guess ever. not because of <laughs> pre people. Yeah, no. But that that right there, that guy is the bi girl type. And that is not Zach. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like bi girls need a little bit of zhuzh, a little bit of personality. Zach doesn't have a lot of that. He doesn't give me femme energy because Clayton does. Clayton does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh yeah, this is yes. this is heading into the Patreon. There episode, are some, so. back to there are some men. <laughs> I'm there ready. are some men. We're we'll prep there. it. We'll plan we'll it. it. We'll do it. It's We're so just good. gonna show up unhinged <laughs> right. to that episode. I'm ready. All right. All right. I love you so much. Thank um, you so much. Love you. This everyone. was fab. You're always so much fun to fucking oh, podcast with. Yeah, I just, know. Was, we could go for like seven hours. Okay, y'all. Uh, I know, you're right? the best. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and follow everyone. Tell all your friends. Okay, bye. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Descartes Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Descartes Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Bye! Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.